Just so everybody knows, I did not mean to cut Josh off. The Sorry. the thing is, is from the time I click the button, it takes like two seconds. So I like click, and he started saying, "Today is the day when the world may never know." <laughs> <laughs> we gonna leave y'all came into the world, the world rejected you. Lord, they didn't want you then, they don't want you now.
Amen. Good job. Good job. Keep these guys up late, right? So we get our revival last night. And they're like, we won't go eat. So we go and eat. Because what? we didn't eat before. Well, that's true. And we get home at what? 11 last night? Something like that. Yeah. But it's because you ate so much, though, right before you go to bed late at night. That's why we're so weird this morning. Is that it? We're just weird. It's just a joke. Just a joke. We do have fun, though, and I praise the Lord for that. We are in revival at Windrow Community Church, the community church of Windrow. It's in Rockville, Tennessee. And I sure do appreciate you coming out and being with me last night, Brother Bernie. It's, it's a... It's a blessing you know to be there it's a blessing to serve the lord and we're preaching on moving from being believers to disciples uh well that's what we preached on last night and may go on with that tonight we'll see pray about it today while i'm at work we are in revelation chapter six yeah sorry honey i left my glasses oh we're in revelation chapter six verse 12 today and I want to go through several scriptures today. I gave them to Lisa so that she could go ahead and be making a post to type them in. Because if you can see what we're going to see today, if you can see this, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the book of Revelation will come into perspective and it, it helps uh, understand it. And the, this day, I, I'm jumping ahead because really... I should have talked about the Great Tribulation more, just the Great Tribulation, because there's many scriptures on that. And we're actually told how long the Great Tribulation is going to be, what is called the Great Tribulation. We're actually told how long it is, right? Uh, for some reason, the Lord wants us to know that. Seven times we're given the period of time. But the reason we're going ahead and jumping here is because this shows us immediately after the tribulation and so once we get a hold of this okay this is the signs that happen that our lord tells us is after the tribulation what we're calling the day of the lord or the great day of the lord once we get that in perspective then the book of revelation can come into 
of the understanding of what we're basically talking about is 42 month period, 1260 day period, uh, time times and a dividing of time. And here, here's the, here's the thing. You have chronological sections and you have parenthetical sections, right? I, I mean, I know everybody knows this, but maybe you're watching and you don't know this. The, the book of Revelation is laid out in, in chronological sections, like what we're in. Seal 1, Seal 2, Seal 3, Seal 4, Seal 5, Seal 6, right? Then we're going to get to the trumpets. Trumpet 1, Trumpet 2, Trumpet 3. They're in order to let us know that they're chronological. However, in between these 21 judgments, we're also, we have what you call parenthetical sections. There's like a parenthesis in the sentence to give more exp explanation where the angels explain what's, okay, now let me tell you what's ha been happening, what's happening and what's been happening. For instance, I alluded to that a little bit yesterday when it talked about the full number of the martyrs that come in. When we get into chapter 7, we're going to see about all this this number of those who came out of the Great Tribulation and washed their robes and made them white, right? But anyway, today I want to run through several scriptures with you, and if you don't have time to jot them down, uh, I think Lisa's going to make a big post and put all the scriptures in there and line them up for you so that you can go back and reference this if you want to study it sometime. But let's start by reading Revelation 6, 12 through 17. Again, I, I looked when he had opened the sixth seal, and behold, there was a great earthquake. The sun became black as sackcloth of hair. The moon became like blood. And the stars of heaven fell to the earth as a fig tree drops its late figs when it is shaken by a mighty wind. Then the sky receded as a scroll when it is rolled up, and every mountain and island was moved out of its place. It means it shook. Now what happens? Verse 15, the kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, every slave and every free man, hid themselves in the caves of the rocks and the mountains. This tells us that the rocks and the mountains didn't disappear. It means they shook, but they didn't disappear. Okay? Because that's where people's running to. Here's what they're saying, verse 16. They said to the mountains and rocks, hide us. In other words, they're trying to hide from the face. They said, fall on us, cover us, and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. Why? Verse 17. For the great day of his wrath has come. And who shall be able to stand? So I read that so we can remember. Now, the great day of his wrath has come, the day of the Lord's wrath. Here's the question. Who can stand? Who's going to be able to stand, right? Uh, he sees this vision of the sun being darkened, the moon becoming like blood. That is, it, it's, it looks like blood. It's covered up and it looks blood-like. Remember, this, the sun and the moon are not out at the same time always together, right? And so it could be on one side of the earth, the sun is dark, but there's earthquakes. There's, there's cosmic upheaval and disturbances going on. And this is a sign of the day of the Lord, and everybody's going to get it. The kings, 
kings there would be translated in their day as presidents. The great men, you know, the, the world leaders, the elite, right? The uh, mighty men, the captains of the armies, the, you know, the people that think that they're really in charge. Okay, now, for time's sake, now we're going to move through scriptures, and I think this will be interesting to you. I did not put all the scriptures down, but I did get several of them. So we're going to turn to Isaiah chapter 2. Isaiah chapter 2, and I'm just going to pick out a few of those verses. Isaiah chapter 2, verse 10. Listen to this. We want to show you that this is this talked about many places. Isaiah chapter 2, verse 10. Enter into the rock and hide in the dust from the terror of the Lord and the glory of his majesty. The lofty looks of man shall be humbled. The haughtiness of men shall be bowed down. Verse 19. They shall go into the holes of the rocks, into the caves of the earth, from the terror of the Lord and the glory of his majesty when he arises to shake the earth mightily. So he arises, he's seated on the throne, and it's time. Now it's time. And he arises to shake the earth. Now let's skip to verse 21. To go into the clefts of the rocks and into the crags of the rugged rocks from the terror of the Lord and the glory of his majesty when he arises to shake the earth mightily. All right? So that's Isaiah chapter 2. Now we're going to flip over. Isaiah chapter 13. Isaiah chapter 13, starting with verse 9. Starting with verse 9. Starting with 19. Did I say 19 on your page? No, 9. I'm sorry, babe. Isaiah 13, 9-11 was how you'll put it in. Behold, the day of the Lord comes. Cruel with both wrath and fierce anger to lay the land desolate. And he will destroy its sinners from it. For the stars of heaven and their constellations will not give their light. The sun will be darkened in its going forth, and the moon will not cause its light to shine. I will punish the world for its evil and the wicked for their iniquity. I will halt the arrogance of the proud and lay low the haughtiness of the terrible. He's bringing them down. All these high and mighty people bringing them down. Okay, that's Isaiah. Now let's jump to the book of Joel. Book of Joel. And I'm reading these for time's sake. I'm just reading them. This is really cool for you to see. But what, what you see is that what we're reading in Revelation 6.12 is talked about in other places. More places than what I'm reading, by the way. I'm just giving what I thought I could get into a, a, a Fear Not Friday broadcast. And they're extremely plain. There's others that's not as plain. 
But in Joel chapter 2, Joel chapter 2, starting with verse 10, it's talking about the Lord's army. The earth quakes before them. The heavens tremble. The sun and the moon go dark. The stars diminish their brightness. The Lord gives voice before his army, for his camp is very great. For strong is the one who executes his word. For the day of the Lord is great and very terrible. Who can endure it? Remember that? John says this. John's quoting. So when John is quoting from different places of the Old Testament that he knows so well, he's quoting from these places when he's writing this, even in this vision. As he sees this vision, he's, who shall be able to stand? What's John thinking about? The book of Joel. Who can endure it? The day of the Lord is great. It's terrible. The army of the Lord has come. The, the earth is trembling. It's shaking. People are running. They're like, oh, no. He's coming. He's coming. Still in the book of Joel. Uh, let's see here. I wrote it down. Verse 30. Chapter 2 still. Verse 30. 230. Joel chapter 2, verse 30. I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. Verse 31. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and awesome day of the Lord. That is to say, this is the sign of, of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whosoever or whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem there shall be deliverance, as the Lord has said, among the remnant whom the Lord calls. Where have you heard this before? You've heard this before. Where have you heard that? You've heard it on the day of Pentecost when... The Holy Ghost is poured out on the church and they're baptized with power, the power to be able to lay down their lives for the Lord, okay? When the baptism of the Holy Spirit comes down and baptizes the church in the power of the Holy Spirit, people are like, what's going on here? These guys are drunk. Peter stands up, Simon Peter, he says, these guys ain't drunk. It's only nine o'clock in the morning. Let me tell you what's happening. What you're seeing is what Joel spoke about. You've heard this preached many times, right? The days will come. Then he's going to pour out his spirit, right? And he preaches this sermon from Joel. And this is how we know that we entered into the last days then. Because Peter says, this is that that was spoken by Joel. And that time begins at Pentecost. It begins at, with the days of the crucifixion of Jesus. We're in the last days, and we've been in the last days. And I've talked about this. So that I talked about this before in another broadcast. But we've been in the last days since then. It's going to culminate and end with, it's going to end with the sun being turned into darkness and the moon into blood. 
Okay, and it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We're in the time whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We're in that time. We're moving towards the great and terrible day of the Lord. So that's in Acts chapter two, verse twenty. If you need to, if you need to know where that is, Acts chapter two, verse twenty. Now let's go to the Gospels. Okay, the Gospels. Now, we've already read this one yesterday, but I want to read it again today. Um, Matthew, we've seen it in Matthew chapter 24, but let's read it again in Matthew 24. Why is this important? Because when you start putting, this is my belief, it's, at least this is how it works for me, okay? When I start seeing all these things lined up, then it's like, oh, it, it's like watching, it's like, my kids love to put puzzles together. It's like these puzzle pieces. And when you when you start fastening these things together, and then when you realize that this great and terrible day of the Lord, that the sign of it is a cosmic upheaval and earthquakes that begin to shake. The sun is dark. The, the earthquakes are so huge, so mighty, that it even says every island, every mountain is shook by it. That's That's massive. Everything shakes. This dust ascends up. The, the heavens is clouded. The dark, uh, the sun is darkened. The moon is darkened. And then when we, when we put this together and see that Jesus says, this is immediately after the great tribulation. And then when we look next week, we'll look at the time period of the great tribulation. Then it's like everything starts locking into place. Oh, Oh, this makes sense. The two witnesses, 42 months. Oh, oh, the beast goes out and persecutes for 1260 days. Oh, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Okay, it's really cool. So Matthew 24, verse 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened. The moon will not give us light. The stars will fall from heaven. The powers of heaven will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven. Then all the tribes of the earth will mourn. Now that goes right back with Isaiah, remember? Mourn. They will see the Son of Man coming, the clouds of power and great glory. And he will send his angels and gather his elect. And so the people begin to shake and quake. Remember, all the tribes of the earth mourn. That's what we read about back in Isaiah chapter 2. Where they, the terror of the Lord is before them and they start trying to hide in caves and clefts of the rocks. Now let's look at Mark. It would not be a fear not Friday for them. No, it's not a fear not Friday for them. It's a fear not for you and me. Hallelujah. Because, and, and matter of fact, there's other places where it talks about that the earth will reel to and fro like a drunkard. Okay? You know what? The people are going to be running and hiding. But you're not going to be running and hiding. <laughs> we'll be lifting our hands saying, yes, hallelujah, come Lord. Anyway, look at this. Mark chapter 13. Mark chapter 13, verse 24. But in those days, after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give us light, the stars of heaven will fall, the powers of heaven will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming, the clouds with great power and glory. And he will send his angels 
and gather together his elect from the four winds. From the farthest part of the earth to the farthest part of heaven, he's gathering his elect. Praise the Lord. And then let's go to Luke now, because I wanted you to see that it's not just in one gospel. It's in three gospels here. Luke chapter 21, Luke chapter 21. This will be the last scripture we go to. Verse 25, Luke 21, verse 25. And there will be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and on the earth, distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear for those things which are coming on the earth. Why? For the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Verse 28, and this is key. And this is where I got what I just said a minute ago. Now when these things begin to happen, he's telling his followers, when these things begin to happen, look up, lift your heads. Why? Because your redemption draws near. Hallelujah. Look up, lift your heads. You know, while the world is running, the saints will be dancing and praising the Lord because we know the Lord is coming to get us hallelujah yeah amen that should give everybody a shout of hallelujah and so going back now to revelation chapter 6 and opening the seals I, I took you to all these scriptures and there are others as well but i took you to those to see that all of these i believe all these are talking about the same time period same time period. And when and he ends this with who shall be able to stand? Well, that's the parenthetical chapters now we're going to enter into. Seven and eight. It's a parenthesis chapters. And the angels, it's like he puts it on pause. He says, okay, now let me explain. Who's going to be able to stand? Let me tell you who's going to be able to stand. And he stops it. He pauses the vision. And he's like, okay, let me explain some things to you. What's going on on the earth during this time? And you see people being sealed and you see all these things happen but it, it's a it's a puzzle piece that helps us understand the timelines of what is going on all right praise the lord fear not flock for it is god's pleasure to give you the kingdom amen amen stand strong in the face of the enemy because that's what disciples do hold on to the lord I think of the lepers when all ten were cleansed and only one came back to give him glory and honor. Okay, let's be the people that come back and give him glory and honor. Let's be the people that follow him to the end. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for being here this morning. It's good to uh, be here and uh, this Fear Not Friday and look at these scriptures. And, and these this should give courage to your heart and understanding to your heart. That even though we know the great day of the Lord is coming, it's a day of great rejoicing. We say, even so come Lord Jesus. Come. The quicker you come, the better. That's how I feel. 
The quicker, the better, Lord. The quicker, the better. Come on, Lord. And then next year, next week, we will get into uh, the time frame then of the Great Tribulation. I want I want you to see that. If if and and then that'll begin to unlock as we move forward. It, it helps put the Book of Revelation into perspective. So thank you for being here, and let's say the Lord's Prayer together, and we'll jump off here. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day and our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen and amen. All right, saints. Love you guys. Lord willing, we'll see you Tuesday morning. Pray for us this weekend. Got a lot of services going on. I'll be praying for you. And we just keep praying for each other. Amen. Bye.